Welcome back, Frontside Nation. We are, just to start off, I'm going to say thank you so much for listening, despite Jordan Largaspada. <laughs> we just, we want to thank you so much for tuning in. I was almost really touched by that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're hoping that you're blessed as much as we are uh, putting this together. We have some special guests today, but I'm going to let Pastor Ron do the special guest announcing straight across from me, because we have, we have had to make extra room here. So we have Mr. Producer, Jacob. Say hello to us. Hello. All right. <laughs> he doesn't have a microphone today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And we have Jordan Longsword. Say a word. A word. I'm so happy to be here, guys. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Uh, I'm glad to be your guest today. Um, you you just completely just dove right away from that keep that low register going uh you're thing. so right bro i don't have headphones so <laughs> i am <laughs> i don't know what i sound like <laughs> hi guys hey guys i'm so glad to be here <laughs> we have bullwinkle also we have dr ron b smith jr oh my gosh you know it's like i love this so to be fair in in love i mean jordan you probably get the most comments from people that I hear. They're like, bro, we're so glad you have Jordan on there. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we love it. And the, the number one thing I, I hear is we we can't wait to hear what comes out of his mouth. And then oh, they gosh. say, and we just wait to figure out how Pastor Ron's going to segue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. that how we start that off just grips people. I absolutely, and it's apropos today that Rodney said you were speaking in a low register voice because we're talking to dads today. Yeah. So with us in the room are some of our Waterstone Academy dads. Yeah. Uh, in terms of podcast land, this will be a week of podcast built around education mm. and Waterstone Academy uh, because we want to feature that. And the two dads that we have here today sitting across from me are Gary Guadron. And I love this guy to say I love this guy. Like, I could do a whole podcast on just how God uh, brought him and his wife, Tatiana, and just watching. Like, it could be a book. I mean, it really could. Gary's over here going, no, no, no. But Gary, God's writing and, and uh, was was producing a, an amazing story um, in your life and bringing you here. So to sit across the table from you and be here at this moment is absolutely special to me. So I am so thankful for that. And right beside him, right across from me is Alex Aceveda. And Alex, we love having your family here. I have watched your family. I have prayed over your family. I, I just, of course, I know your extended family, right? Mm -hmm. The really large family that you got. I love it. And watch you guys so much. Um, prayed over you, prayed for you. And uh, then all of a sudden when I knew you guys were interested in Waterstone Academy, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Because you guys are a solid family. Like when it comes mm -hmm. to home education, grounding your son and cannot, you know, your wife is now expecting, oh, yeah. right? Is that public yeah. to say that if I didn't? Yeah, that's fine. Public now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll have to go back and check up. That 40 seconds of silence was brought to you by. <laughs> 
I'm sweating right now saying that. I'm like, I'm like bro, did I just, oh, I just no. reveal something? They're so, he, like, he's like, it's no big deal. He's like already texting. Her. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, just in case. Uh, <laughs> Pastor Ron just went public. Doggone it. No, no. Um, There's so many right now that are expecting. Mm-hmm. And out of, I don't know, 11 or 12, there's still three or four that have not made it public yet. Like, Mm -hmm. even just yesterday, somebody came up to me and said, here's what's going on. I was like, oh, my stars. And so I looked across the room right when I was saying that. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, man. But here's the point. These two men I absolutely love and have prayed for. And in so many aspects, they embody what we're praying for here at Waterstone Church, not just the academy. I need you to understand that. They're here as dads in the Waterstone Academy as, as part of you guys hearing about that. But more importantly... They're here to talk about their role in, in home education. Mm-hmm. If you've been listening to Front Sight, I've said that I want to have an episode that's totally dedicated to dad as the educator. And what does that look like? And so we're going to start that um, today on this. So, yeah, you guys, just introduce yourself. Gary, you go first. And then Alex, and just, you know, tell us what you want to tell us about yourself, other than you sound like uh, Barry White. <laughs> And so forth, but you know, Gary the Don, <laughs> right? Drone. Right. I hope I don't sound like Barry right right yeah, now because he's dead. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> welcome! Oh my gosh, you sound like the live one. <laughs> okay, yes. So, yeah. Um, just tell us a little bit about you, your family, whatever, and just just you know, share with us who you are so they can identify. Awesome. Um, my name is Gary Weatheron. I am a member here at Waterstone. Um, I have three kids at Waterstone Academy. Wow. Yeah, I have uh, Judah. Um, Ezekiel and Emery, second, second, and kindergarten. Um, I am married to Dr. Tatiana Wadon. Yes. I'm going to make sure I mention doctor because we're still paying for that. So <laughs> she earned that degree and yes, she did. we are going <laughs> to. So, um, and we have five beautiful children. Yeah. Like I wow. mentioned, we have Judah, um, Ezekiel, um, Emery, we have Mia and Ivana. Wow. Um, we were blessed um, to be able to adopt our kids. Mm finalized this past summer it's been an awesome journey it's been a um a tough journey um but god has really made himself known in our story and that is what is very exciting for us yeah that um i think i I told you pastor ron that um when we first joined um waterstone you were talking about the vision of the wonder project yeah a possible school and of course as you members we're going to support and pray for um, what you all were asking for. And at the same time, we were praying for how God was going to reveal a family for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now those two prayers have merged yeah. <laughs> and are tangible. Right. And it, it's amazing. It's yeah. We never would have thought that this was the end story yeah. of just this. And here we are. And yeah. I, it's, it's amazing. It's just God's good, and he is um, incredibly faithful. Right. And he is just... Um, his timing is always perfect. So absolutely, when I see your precious children here at church and on on campus, it's a constant reminder to me of how God's story is always being written. Mm-hmm. We cannot see the pages in advance, but all of a sudden, when that when you read that last page of that chapter, you're like, "How did you weave that together?" Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your your children are just absolutely precious. Yeah. And we love um, having you here. All right, Gary, thank you for sharing that because I, I want you to share more, obviously, as we get into into this. But Alex, yes, sir. tell us about yourself and your awesome, sweet family. Uh, so uh, Alex Acevedo here. Um, my wife is Natasha Acevedo. 
Uh, my son is Santino. He's here. He's five years old. Um, and actually, we met in high school a long, wow. long time ago. So we've been yeah. married uh, now a total of nine years. We just okay. celebrated our anniversary. Wow. And uh, dated 18 total. Wow. What? So we've been together 18 years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So we've been together a long time, uh, but we are so blessed. Wow. Uh, so we met in uh, driver's ed a long time ago. Oh, how funny. <laughs> I want to hear that story one day. Yeah. I, I would wink at her through the little uh, rear view mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, blow her kisses while we were driving. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, anyways, now, hang that's on. New... So was this like, um, so my, my program was during the summer. Was this during school, the school year? Like, No, part... no. This was, uh, so I went to like Brantley High School. She went okay. to Mary High School. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, they had driver's ed where yeah. the other school just would come in. Right. And we met in uh, Lake Brantley High School. So you show up. Like, this wasn't yeah. the podcast, no, but just no, real no. quick. I so sh- you, you show up, and she shows up, and all of a sudden, y'all get put in the same car. It's so funny. I was telling my son the story this morning okay. on the way to school. He's like, how'd you meet mom? I'm like, well, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, we were in separate cars. She right. was in the car behind me. Uh, oh, wow. So Bro, you were doing some side massive mirror. long-distance yeah. communication. <laughs> <laughs> I just, eye contact, making sure she knew what? I was. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. But Did we, you ever get in trouble for like paying attention to her and not paying attention to the trainer? <laughs> yeah. She was probably the one. I was, I this was, guy in front of me just won't stop winking at me. <laughs> yeah, like she was probably telling the uh, yeah, instructor, the, the, the like, what is up with this guy? <laughs> he doesn't stop. Yeah. But uh, no, we met a long time ago. Mm. Um, we've been together since. Yeah. I was telling him that. Wow. And um, I said, man, I, I saw your mom coming down the parking lot. I was like, I need to meet that girl. And nice. he's like, were you shy? And I was like, yeah, I was shy, but you can't be shy of things. You got to wow. just never give up. Wow. <laughs> you got to go after what you want. Every five-year-old is a, is a brilliant genius. I mean, they actually yeah. are, but you have to meet his son. I mean, their son. <laughs> he is absolutely phenomenal. And I just, we love Santino. And But for him to ask that question, like, were you shy? Yeah, like, right. He, Okay, so dad's clue into that. I, already, I know you already know this, but he's, listen to the emotions that he's already processing and he's curious about, even at five. Just a side note, mm-hmm. as I heard that. That is phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we already let it out. So um, your <laughs> wife's expecting, what's the due date? Uh, May 2nd. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. So it's, it's going by quick. I feel like it's going by quick. Yeah. 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 You're it's building it really quick for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the last 30 seconds. Let's yeah. Go. <laughs> you guys, I love having you guys here. Well, let's talk about home education. All right. So, so you know, I'm um, listening to the preaching and you, and you know the heart of Waterstone mm-hmm. is the strength of dads. That's really what, because the Bible hones in on that. Joshua 4 says when their children ask their fathers. Um, in Ephesians 5, it tells you and I that fathers do not exasperate your children. Now, that's a whole other word there, but basically fathers are in large and in charge of their child's emotional state. Mm-hmm. When the Bible tells you not to exasperate, that means like don't push them, don't nag them, don't say words that just crush the spirit. It's interesting that it never directs that towards the mom. Now it's inferred, obviously, in parental rights that the that the mother should um, obviously, you know, help develop the child's emotional state. But it's directly given towards the dads. So, so this theme here is is dads as educators. And let's let's talk about two things. All right. So, what is sort of a, a role that you feel like you're playing here at Waterstone Academy, and what role do you feel like Waterstone Academy is playing in, in your life? What are you learning as an educator? 
Um, and, and so what are some value? Because I know there are a lot of dads out there that want to take um, a, a role in this. Okay. So well, let's just ask a few questions. Um, what do you like most about home education? And maybe with that, what are some challenges, personal or logistical? What are some challenges to like being a, a dad that's a home educator? And I mean, you, you guys work. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys kill it in your jobs like it's not like you are staying home you know what i mean like all day long that's all you do no you have jobs like you're you're here right now taking time out for this podcast in the midst of getting your family to school and then going back to your job so just i threw a whole lot out there what are things you like about home education what are some challenges you have with that whoever wants to go first just chime in i just think it's the time that we get to spend with our kids yeah i mean i wouldn't change anything for the world to be able yeah. to spend time with him every morning, wow. the drive here to school, the conversations that we have. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I would never change it for anything. Yeah. You know, how much time we laugh and smile and joke around and how we talk about, man, sun shining. Jesus gave us another day. Like, it's just, I would never change that. How'd you meet your mom? Yeah. How'd you meet your mom? No, but I'm literally. That's, Wait, no, he does. He asks yeah. great questions and I try to answer it with a godly answer every single time. Right. But, um, that's the thing. Like for me, is just seeing him grow, right, and being able to be there for him, and for her to be there for him every day too is huge, right? So. Yeah. And any challenges that you see? I mean, obviously, being a home educator, again, you know, Waterstone Academy's model is built on it's the hybrid model where you mm-hmm. know there's education at home days, and then you're here, like on these days on on the campus property. But any challenges? And Alex, you're the one that was speaking right now. But do you have any challenges that you see, like? You know what? What are some things that you I think, face? I think the challenges that we face, if there is a challenge, is, is just having the the time. Yeah, the time is huge, but we we work around it. Yeah. Uh, the great thing about it is that you could you could do your time. You kind of make your schedule for the day. You know, so it's if you don't have time in the morning, you make it in the afternoon, or you do that in the night, or in the evening, you split it up. Right. But you're always teaching your child, no matter what time of day it is. So it doesn't really matter. When you you don't have to set it apart for okay we have to start now and finish now right you kind of customize your yeah education the way you want to I love the way you said that you're always teaching your child I love right that. yeah no matter what you're always no matter what time of day it is it's still a exactly even if they're homeschool public charter whatever private doesn't matter what mode you're still mm-hmm. like even even if they're at a school somewhere right. like even if you still took your son and dropped them off at a school like four or five days a week mm-hmm. and they were there from like eight to two whatever you're still a home educator. So when you when they come home and you pick them up from school, you're still teaching your children. Like you don't stop that process. Right. But we know that home education, this hybrid model, does have challenges. And uh, Gamma, turn to you. What uh, what what do you what do you see about home educating as a dad? Uh, uh, I agree with Alex. Um, it's the time for us um, because we've come into this in, with a deficit with the boys, especially that mm. they were already seven when we got Judah and six. So wow. those are seven years and six years that. We didn't get to bond with them. Mm-hmm. So wow. to send them to regular school, which we did when we first got them, um, we're entrusting them for six hours a day with people that they don't see. And then they're in bed for eight, nine, ten hours. Mm. So that's 16 hours of the day that they don't spend with us. Right. Wow. So mm. and then, you know, when they're at home, we get them home from school. They have to do homework. And it's like, all right, uh, homework, uh, clean up. So that's a lot of time that we lose with them. That now being at home with them, it, it makes it a lot easier to bond and to 
we we want the boys, especially the boys, because they're the older ones, to look back when they're adults and know the time that we invested in them. Wow. Um, and that we cared for them because you know spending time is you know time is a currency, right? Right. And um, mm. you lose it, you don't get it back. Right. Right. So, yeah. and we've already lost a lot of time with them, and we want to make sure that the time that we do have because. Tatiana has to put that in perspective for me because for me it's just I don't think about it, but it's like mm-hmm. we only have, you know, five summers of Judah left or six summers of Judah left. That's amazing thought. Yeah, um, and I think about that. I'm like, wow, she's right. Mm. You know, um, five summers. Yeah, you know, because yeah, it's crazy when you put it that way. Yeah, yeah. You, you, <laughs> you only you only think of you, you really don't think about it that right. way. But you know, it's you know, ten Christmases left where they're going right. to be at home. Yeah, that's not a lot, right? Because yeah. The, the plan or the goal or the prayer is that they become great, successful adults that make their own lives Wow! one day, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, part of that is going to be they're going to go out on their own and they're going to start their own families. And, you know, so we don't have that time left yeah. with them. So we want to make sure that we spend as much time as we can with them. We're at home with them all the time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the drives here, mm-hmm. um, they're fun. <laughs> There, there's days where they're not, <laughs> but, but, you know, that's still time that they're going to remember with, yeah. with dad in the car or with mom in the car. Um, but like Alex said, it, the challenges are making the time for yeah. the actual instruction because we do work. My wife has um, a demanding job. I have a demanding job. Yeah. Right? So, mm-hmm. you know, we, it, it, it takes a lot of effort um, to make that time for instruction, a lot of planning, um, but we make the time. Yeah. Even if it's like literally we have to cram on Friday, you know, yeah. <laughs> two days worth of lessons yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, we do it because we know they're, they're going to benefit from it, but they're going to know it was us teaching them and not some teacher that they see for three, four months and then they never see them again. Wow, so, man, you're making so many great points. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome. It, I've it's, never thought about that. And that, yeah. I mean, adding up those hours, they're eight hours here, yeah. mm-hmm. and then they're another eight hours of sleep. That's 16 hours, and then only five summers. I mean, I, I wish I was taking notes. I'm not. I mean, you're just making so many great points on, on I mean, that's yeah. when you put it in that perspective. Okay, so when Rain and I started um, home education, we had never thought about that. As you, if you've sort of heard me share back then, home education has always been around, but at least where we were, um, only the people that wore all denim and made their own barley wheat kind of a deal were home educators. And Rand and I were like, we don't wear all denim everywhere we go, and we don't look like a Mennonite. Wait, I hope there's no Mennonites listening. But what, you know, you, but you know what I'm trying to say. And it's so like for me, to your laughing, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Rodney comes from that family. Anyway, but, but my, for us, there were challenges. Yeah. It wasn't just time. Now, now the time factor fit well with ministry for us. Our kids were, were always in tow, so it's very easy for that. But there were significant <clears throat> challenges. We felt so ill-equipped to educate our children. Do you guys feel the same way? Yeah. <laughs> Gary's laughing. Yeah. I mean, we do the best. I mean, I give yeah. it out to Natasha. She's she's yeah. at home all the time. She uh-huh. has a job that she works from home all the time, too. Yeah. So it's all a balance. I mean, I work on the road all day, but mm-hmm. whenever we're home, it's he gets all of our attention. Right. Just like Gary's kids. I mean, he. I'll text Gary sometimes, and he'll be like, hey, I'm with the kids. We're doing stuff right now, but they're, they're kids. It's our time. Yeah. And so whenever we're home, it's dedicated to them, but it's true. Our time goes by so fast. Fast. And the summers go by fast. Everything goes by so fast that you got to take advantage of every moment you can with them. Because right. as you said, yesterday's gone. Yeah. 
Tomorrow's not promised. Yeah. Right. Like today's the only yeah. game you got. So That's make it. the best of it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, Raina and I just yesterday were sitting um, out for lunch, and we were, it was just her and I. Everybody had left, and we were just sitting there by ourselves, and we were just talking about, you know, um, of course, Rayleigh and Jacob, you know, announced their uh, pregnant, expecting their second child. And mm-hmm. we just, I don't know, we just said something, and Raina just pushed back in the chair, and she just literally went, it went by way too fast. And our girls are what, 26, 24 and a half, 25, and then, you know, 21. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you think about that, but she's like, it just, it, it just went by way too fast. And I, I agree with that. Now, Gary, on a side note, you know this, I have prayed to be adopted by your family. <laughs> I mean, if, if you if you follow their their post on social media of their meal preps yeah. and their special cups, like last night, I, I wrote a post 14 times and deleted it. Like you, like your little coffee cups that y'all had, yeah. right? Whoever posted that, they had their names on the coffee cups, and I'm like, I, I, I want, I want that. I want a coffee mug like with you guys. I want to come over to your house and do that. But each of y'all make home so special because obviously I see both of y'all on on um, on social media. What would you say to a dad? Okay, so after listening to this this episode, let's say a dad contacts you guys and says, I want to meet because I'm thinking about this. What would you say to another dad that is considering? Stepping up their game in educating and influencing their child. What would it, what advice would you give them in that area? What would you say to a dad that's looking to be better at that? Great question. Um, that is a great question. It's it's worth it. Oh, um, mm-hmm. it is. It's scary. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna <laughs> paint a rosy picture that it's easy and um, that it's always gonna be great times. But it is worth it because you are the one influencing your kids. Wow, worldview. Um, it's not going to be some some outsider with, you know, heaven knows what sort of perspective worldview mm-hmm. that they may have. True, um, because that's something that we're seeing a lot of right now, where kids are being not taught their ABCs anymore. They're being taught other things. XYZs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, well said. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> but but, yeah. but different. We've got to protect Jordan's ears, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, one of the biggest. I'm I'm starting to see a lot of God's design in men and women at being a dad now. Where come on, it's evident. Moms are meant to be the educators. They are yeah. equipped. We we can we know the stuff. We can teach them, but it, it's not the same. Right. You know, I can teach my sons two plus two in a certain way, but the level of patience and understanding from a mom is not something that a dad naturally has. Right. And I thought I would. I'm like, oh, yeah, but it's God made men a certain way for a certain reason. Right. And women a certain way for a certain reason. Right. And God made us protectors. And part of being a protector right now is protecting our kids from a lot of the stuff that's outside. And that's why home education is very important because you yeah. could filter yes. a lot of the junk that your kids could be taught. And you can stick to the academics, but also infuse biblical principles, which to me is the most important part right now for my right. boys and my girls is they're getting, you know, they're starting to come into that age of accountability now. Right. So it's very important that we teach them that. Um, right. Sure, one, two, three, A, B, C, that's great. But also, hey, where is your heart right now? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you dealing with right now? Um, it wasn't just that you misbehaved, but, you know, right. let's let's delve right. deeper into it. Why did you misbehave? And yeah. um, and they just would not get that outside. Right. Um, and, you know, you're again, you're entrusting your kids for six hours with strangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's definitely yeah. worth it. 
I yeah. don't, I don't trust anybody. <laughs> with my yeah. day. I, I want, I want, I want to be their main influence. I want right. them to learn from us. Right. I think so, that was a huge thing for us too. Yeah. Is, is when we were um, making this decision on doing uh, Waterston Academy, mm-hmm. we were like, man, do we give our son to somebody for five days a week? every morning till like three o'clock in the afternoon wow. where you have no control of yeah. what's being done. Right. Or do we take that into our hands? And yeah, it was a big jump, big leap of faith. Yeah. Where we're like, well, what do we do? Mm-hmm. Do we, do we do this? Do we, I mean, right. we live about an hour away, right? Yeah, 45 yeah. minutes away, yeah. depending on traffic, but we still well worth it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even if I had to do this every day, it's right. still well worth it. Yes. Cause I know what kind of education he's getting here. Mm-hmm. Right. Is huge. But yeah. at the same time, we love that we have him at home two, three days a week and he's, he's with us and he's, he's yeah. learning from us. I mean, right. there's no other better teacher than your parents. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. It's and Rodney, better. if you want to chime in, um, you can. So obviously the focus here is just listening to these Waterstone Academy dads, but also I forgot to mention, obviously Brandy's a teacher mm-hmm. here at Waterstone Academy and your kiddos are part of the academy as well. And Jacob, of course, he doesn't have a mic, um, but of, of course, you know, being, having a son, and Rayleigh being the founder and director, I mean, so, in, you know, Jordan in the room as well, he's sharing a mic, but Jordan's also on the faculty here. He's the art teacher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody in this room is touching hands and is involved in the academy, but we wanted to hear from uh, from these dads. All right, so talk to me about this really quick. Um, how, how do you say you try to set example of being a godly dad in the home? Now, I agree with you, Gary. Um Raina was a much better teacher. Now, yes, I could come in because all my education is education-based. I could come in and be like, rant, 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 you know, the framework of stuff. But Raina was so much better at conveying the principles of that, even though we shared the workload. And obviously, like you guys, I, I mean, I, I left and went to church, but we we always had mornings. Every So mornings and Fridays were our thing is in, in, a, in our homeschool education. So I, I never really came into church when they were um, a certain age until about 9 or 9.30. Mm-hmm. I just pretty much told the church, I'm going to get homeschool started. So we're going to have breakfast, whatever that looks like. We're going to get the school started. Then when that once that's going, then I'm in. And then, of course, you know, we stayed a long time. There was a period in ministry where I was gone for like, Rana said, I didn't see you for like 32 days because ministry was so heavy. So there was times when it was just Raina. So I agree with you. For the most part, moms are better, but dads, nonetheless, whether you're teaching or not teaching, the role that a dad plays, like more of an environmental role, sets the tone for the education of the home. Like you set that, right? Stone's got to be cut before it's polished. Oh, Mm. what? Yeah. So well said. Love that. I got I got stuff just coming. You got out. it. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so succinctly said in that um, in that area. But uh, okay, as a dad, so obviously, if your mind's like my mind, you're mm-hmm. always evaluating: Did I do enough today? Did I say mm-hmm. that the right way? Could I have done that different? How could I rewind? What do I do tomorrow? Like these are the things I'm thinking. But talk to me on ways that you try to set the go- a godly environment for your children in your home. What are some ways, even though you may not be teaching like specifics in all areas of academics, how do you try to set a, an environment of godliness and holiness and strong male leadership so your children can come ask you, the fathers, what do these things mm-hmm. mean? Any comment on that? Uh, so for, I don't know if I'm answering this correctly, but for us, it's always, you know, I always... Try to lead us in prayer, 
you know, perfect in the morning. Mm-hmm. Me and him will will pray on the way to school, or wow. we'll uh, every night we'll take turns, and he'll pray, my wife will pray, I'll pray, and we'll we'll all pray together always right. in the perfect. house. And uh, for us, it's also a lot about respect too. You know, mm. it's we don't disrespect each other in the house. If there's, Huge. I mean, there's a line that I don't. He doesn't cross, right. and he knows it. He can see my eyes, and he knows right. what's right. right, what's wrong, and if mm-hmm. I did it right. And I mean, I have to catch myself sometimes too, because I feel like I sometimes I can be too strong on him. But right. um, at the same time, he needs to know what the right from wrong is, right, and uh, where he can and can't step, and what he right. can and can't do. But um, no, no, we try to we try to lead everything with with God first. Yeah, we really do. And um, and anytime he has a question about something, it's. I try to think of it in a in a godly response to yeah to try to answer that question because they're right. tough yeah yeah you yeah, ask yeah me some tough questions I'm like uh, oh yeah you know <laughs> what would Jesus do <laughs> yeah yeah those are but, hard questions those are great answers yeah yeah so I don't know Gary what about you um I was very fortunate that I grew up with a a pastor as a dad so yeah. um yeah. I saw spiritual discipline from a very young age um mm. just recalling even on my way here I, I remember my dad Sunday mornings um hearing him wake up around five and was, we had a small house so we could hear him praying. Oh, he was wow. praying and, you know, getting ready for, for Sunday. So I was very fortunate um, in that regard that I had a, a very good example wow. in my father. Um, so I, I definitely try um, to stress the spiritual disciplines with, with our kids. We, we do prayers at night together. Um, we try to do a devotional every night where it's not just reading a scripture, but it's also discussing the meaning, mm-hmm. um, how it applies to us. But one thing that I I try to do with my kids is we're, we're working on their hearts, working on conviction, is that I confess in front of them. And when we pray, I confess and I ask the Listen Lord for to forgiveness. This. 100%. In, wow. in front of them. Um, because I don't want them just to get scolded and they feel like mm-hmm. they're, the only, they're the only ones that mess up. Mm-hmm. And we remind them mommy and daddy sin all the time. Mm-hmm. We mess up all the time. It's not just you. Mm. But, you know, being vulnerable enough to to confess in front of them and be like, yeah. hey, mm-hmm. Lord, I need your forgiveness in front of my kids. And that's very humbling because mm-hmm. you don't want to admit you mess up. You know, pride yeah. gets in the way, right? Mm-hmm. But for our kids to be able to see mom and dad, you know, ask the Lord to forgive us. And, you know, a lot of times it's tough because especially the little ones that are, they're not really paying attention, but they are. Yes, they are. And we're starting to notice because they'll ask certain <laughs> things. And um, it's been great. I, I think that's a great practice to um, confess in front of your kids and ask for forgiveness in front oh, of your kids. That's critical. Um, because it, it does set the tone for them. Mm-hmm. That they don't have to hide it and they don't have to feel shame mm-hmm. for um, mm-hmm. her sin because, wow. you know, then you sin more and then you sin with so. Or, or, that you, or that you're a standard of perfection. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's so easy for kids to, I don't want to say idolize, but they look up to parents so much that if they, if you are this perfect being to them, when you do make a mistake and if they've, if they've not been, you know, confronted with it, it's a, it's a tough thing to go through. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, I I agree with them. It's a hundred percent better to do. Now, vulnerability obviously is, is critical um, in that area for all dads, Mm -hmm. but I would say Gary, to you, it's even more critical because adopting children, especially of a certain age, um, they're not used to vulnerability. Vulnerability to them means um, uh, that, that I may not be accepted. Mm -hmm. So I'll hold things. It's a weakness. I may hold things in. 
Um, so I'll hold back because if I'm vulnerable, what if I'm rejected? And mm. and I've already been sort of quasi-rejected. Yep. And so I don't want to go through that again. So that is so critical for all children, mm. but especially for you guys. That is so that is so spot on. All right, Alex, you said something that made me think of, of this. So disrespect, that was huge in our house, and it was always like towards mom. Like mm-hmm. when our girls would say something, I'm like, no, 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 no. Dad's protector of mom. It's mom first and then you guys. And so this is what disrespect looks like. So we don't tolerate that um, in our house. How do you guys show support for your wife? And how do you support your wife? Because both of you mentioned you're, you both have careers mm-hmm. that you're pursuing. So you it's not just the dads that are here carrying the load. Mom, you, like you're learning how to manage this together. But how would you say you show support, respect, love for your wife in front of your kids? Just give us some practical tips and sort of how you make that happen. I think I mean it's a lot of a lot of teamwork. Yeah. Uh, for sure. I mean she's she has her strengths and she's patient with them and I'm we're both very patient. But uh she's great at teaching him certain things like I'll do the bible verses with them and and she'll do yeah. you know science math reading. Yeah. Uh, things that she <laughs> yeah, she basically everything else. <laughs> but, I love this. But, yeah, but, uh, accurate. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we, it's a lot of teamwork, yeah. um, respect-wise, though. I mean, I always show love and affection for my wife in front of him. Yeah, perfect. Obviously, you know, mom is everything. You yeah. know, you treat her with respect. You go give her a kiss every morning. You tell her how much she, you love her and appreciate her. I mean, it's there's a lot of, you know, being the man of the house. Right. I said, you're the man of the house. If I'm not here, you're the man of the house. So you wow. have to treat mom like, oh, like I do. Perfect. When I'm not here... You got to treat her the way I do. Wow. So, and he he does. And he, when he's out with her, I'm like, you got to watch her back. Wow. You're with mom. You got to make sure that she's always safe. Yeah. You know, but it's uh, it's the way that I've wanted him to be raised. And I love that. Um, so, and it is a lot of teamwork, though. Yeah. Especially. But I show him a lot of the. <laughs> especially dad to son. That's yeah. an important pr- principle yes. you're teaching him. Absolutely. Right. That so, is so I mean, key. That's, that's just, I don't know. Yeah. What about <laughs> you, Gary? How do you do that? So to piggyback off of what he said and something you said, something I remember my dad once, I don't know if it was me or my brother that kind of mouthed off at my mom and mm. he stopped us. And he said, um, she is my wife first. Yep. And then she's your mother. Yep. So don't, if I ever hear you <laughs> talk <laughs> yeah. to your mom like that again, um, my dad's very old school. Yeah. He's from El Salvador and mm-hmm. they didn't mince words. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. We're going to yeah. get that whoop on. Yeah. <laughs> basically, basically. So yeah. that's definitely something that yeah. I, I stress on the boys, especially yeah. the boys, Yeah, um, is the way that they talk to their mom. Um, and we we actually talk to them as well about, like, one day you're going to be a husband. Mm-hmm. See, that's perfect. Listen, listen, dads, listen to what they're saying. And one day you're going to be a dad. Yeah. And, you know, this is how you want to treat your wife. Right. This is how you want to treat your daughters. Yes. Right. One day you're hopefully going to have daughters. How do you want your daughters to be treated by their husbands? Yeah. And, and, you know, I'll be very honest. There's days where, you know, my temper gets the better of me and, you know, yeah. I, I don't choose the right words, the right tone. And, you know, yeah. then self-reflection comes into place and guilt mm-hmm. and it's like crud. All right. Yeah. Then I have to, you know, tell the boys, you know what, Th- that wasn't the best approach with right. the way I dealt with mom um, but you know, absolutely. You know, they have to see the good and the bad. They have to see right. you fall, but get up. Yeah. Um, in front right. of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I'll ask, I'll ask, I'll tell somebody, Hey, forgive me for what I, yeah. you know, for what happened. This is not how you're supposed to yeah. do it. Right. This is what we should have done. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, at least you catch yourself Yeah. and you gotta, you fix it with them. And he's like, no, I got it. You know? Yeah. And he knows. 
there's a lot of hindsight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, there's a lot of yeah. hindsight. But it, it all works out yeah. well when you teach them how to. Yeah. Well, obviously, when our girls got to a certain age, we let them know like we've never been a parent before, just like mm-hmm. you've never been a child in this stage before. So we're we're learning together. So that's the grace of God in this. And then even with each child, we would tell each like Rayleigh, or we tell Rihanna like what we deal with Rayleigh doesn't necessarily apply to you because that's Rayleigh. So we started speaking u- uniqueness and giftedness in each yeah. one of them. We would say there's principles for our family, like here are the principles of discipline and of respect and of attitude and and purpose. There's there's principles for all of us, but there's going to be uniqueness. So for instance, if, we, if you see one child getting disciplined this way and, and we discipline you this way, don't compare, mm-hmm. right? Because you're, how you respond is, is totally different. So one of Rayleigh's things was Rayleigh absolutely loved dresses. I mean, she had to wear a dress every day. <laughs> And so no matter what we tried in some area, Randy was just sort of defiant, you know, like all little ones. And she was defiant. So I'll never forget. Randy goes, I found what worked. I was like, okay. She goes, I told Randy she couldn't wear a dress today. And Randy was mortified. Like she was like, and she straightened up. So Randy was like, we didn't have to like discipline like this or like this. I just Mm -hmm. said, so for each child, you know, it was different. All right. Here's one last question with you guys. So we can wrap this up. If you have, I know you do. What are the prayers you have for your family right now? It can just be a simple or a list. When you're thinking about your family as a dad, and it doesn't necessarily have to be with your wife. I mean, it can. But when you're driving down the road, when it just hits you, what what are you praying right now um, for your family? Um, for me, I feel like I, I'm always – I pray for us to keep God at the center of everything yeah. we're doing. yeah. Um, that he just keeps us grounded. Yeah. Um, keeps us safe. Yeah. Keeps Santino's heart safe. Wow. Um, and protected. Keep myself, my wife's, you know, keep us all just focused on what's important. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of distractions in this life. A lot of distractions. Um, well said. So just to uh, just keep us focused on the big picture. Yeah. Uh, which is God. And also uh, make sure that we, we're always... Staying humble, yeah, you know, and making sure that everything is um, just good in our home. You yeah, know, I always, always pray that just keep angels protected in our home, keep us right. safe always, just yep. guide us throughout the day, put us where you want us to be, and that's. I mean, I'm always that's always praying perfect. That but um, God's good. So yeah, <laughs> Gary, how about you? What do you guys pray for? Um, right now, my my biggest prayer as a dad for my kids specifically is for their salvation. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's something that I pray out loud. For them every mm. every night when we go to bed just for that moment where they have that just gut-wrenching conviction come on that they are just wretched in need of a savior and mm. he is it that's that's my prayer every night that we recognize that we are wretched sinners in need of a savior and he is that savior wow and um you know a lot of people are like that's probably too heavy for it no it's not too heavy no. we, we want our kids to recognize their depravity yeah um we want them to recognize their sin Right. Um, because their eternity is at stake. Yeah. And that is heavy. Yeah. Having five souls at stake is is a heavy weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't want to die knowing that my kids were never taught the gospel, that my kids were right. never convicted in their hearts of their sin, mm-hmm. and they didn't turn to Christ. I, I, I fear for that day, so yeah. daily I remind them. Just like daddy has to recognize that he is a wretched, wretched sinner and mm-hmm. he needs Christ. Mm. You do too. Mm. Um, 
but that's my biggest prayer for them. And of course, like protection for our family, just um, keeping us steadfast um, in our faith, um, that we're faithful to the Lord in front of our kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Perfect. In the moments where they can hear us, and even in the moments where they can't. Yeah. Um, and then we guard their hearts. We guard their hearts from just the influence of what's out there. Right wow. Now. Yeah, dads. I know a lot of you are listening. If if you're trying to figure out how to put <clears throat> words to what to pray for your kiddos. That's absolutely perfect. Rodney, did you have anything to say for us to sort of close this out? Um, actually, both of them touched quite a few things that we mm-hmm. pray about. The only other thing that I that I think that we also focus on, and they probably do do as well, but um, all good things come from God. Mm. Everything. Um, it, it's really easy to go, you know, because they physically see me produce or mom produce and things happen that I don't provide for the family. God right. provides for the family. Oh, perfect. I'm, just, I'm obedient. <clears throat> Mommy's obedient. Um, so that's one thing. And then the other is just um, pr- giving every request, no matter right. how small it is, give it to God. Right. So like the practice of when something's frustrating or they don't understand, well, let's just stop and pray about it. Right. Um, because the more opportunities that they see or they have to see a prayer answered, the more steadfast their faith becomes that God mm. is listening at all times. Mm. So th- mm. those are two things that we've picked up on. Wow. Yeah. Well, let me just say thank you uh, for taking the time to come in and share. And we do pray that it, we know it will, we know it will reach to us. I want to say a personal huge thank you for choosing to be a part of the ground floor of Waterstone Academy. You know, I believe with all my heart that my prayer is that one day I'm in a rocking chair at 88 and it's Monday and you know what I mean? And I'm just like, I look back and I'm like, God, thank you for what you've done through Waterstone Academy. Just to see, like, I pray one day, you know, your boys, your girls, I'm looking at their children and I'm going, look, 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 look what happened. Look what you did. That is my prayer. But you guys are in the thick of it. You're in the middle of it. You're pioneers. Pilots. You're pilots in so many ways. And I want to pray over you two. But when I do that, I'm praying over um, our dads um, that are listening. That's how I want to end this. Can we do that? Let's pray. Father, I just I, I thank you, Lord, for how you're working, moving, and blessing. So, Father, I pray specifically right now for Gary and for Alex. I pray for their homes. I pray for their hearts. Lord, I pray, uh, most importantly, I pray that, God, you would just continue to give them wisdom, wisdom on decisions to make, what conversations to have, what questions to ask. I pray for, again, all the dads listening, but I pray for them as dads that right now they would know how to be a home educator, that it's so much more than walking kids through homework assignments. It's how to set the tone for love, respect, hope, salvation, purpose, meaning, direction in life, so much of that. And Father, I know that can be overwhelming, but I pray today that these fathers listening would, number one, strengthen their relationship with you. And just in their walk alone, that would be the most important home education their children ever see. Mm -hmm. As Gary said, hearing his father's prayers to the walls. Mm -hmm. Lord, I pray that that would happen in the lives of, of all of our dads listening. So, Father, I pray blessing over them right now. 
I pray, I pray that you would just give them a sense of purpose and of hope. When they're busy in the weeds, closing deals, taking phone calls, going into conferences, coming out of meetings, planning their schedules, that in all of that, you you would give their heart, their mind, and their hands the ability to manage work, marriage, family, and home. I know at times it can seem overwhelming. We can say things we wish we would have not said. There are moments we wish we would have been more present. There are ways that we could look and see, I could have done this better. In all of that, Lord, let them sense your hand, your purpose, your grace, your forgiveness, and your provision in all of that. I do pray, Lord, that you would continue to call out, rise up, and train men to be the educators of their home, setting the environment for God to work in their child's life, to reveal exactly how you've made them. Father, bless these families. Thank you for these dads that have shown and the other dads that weren't able to be on the podcast. We pray blessing over them as well. We close this out in Jesus' name. We pray over the fathers. Amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you guys so much for being here. Of course. And being a part of this. Jordan, thanks for uh, being here today. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Jacob, thanks for being here today. No problem. (laughs) We handed the mic around. This has been so much fun. Thank you guys for being here. And all of you, thank you so much for listening. We're praying for you guys. Be strengthened. Be blessed. And we pray God's blessing over your life today. Have a great day. Stand strong in the Lord. Talk to you soon.